You are locked on Cougars. Welcome into a pre-Thanksgiving Wednesday edition of the show. Plenty to get to, but thank you for making us your first listen of the day. We react to BYU moving up in the national polls. The college football playoff rankings are out, and the Cougars are ranked 13th. One spot out of at-large consideration for the New Year's Six. We'll also talk BYU hoops as they are in action tonight against Texas Southern. We'll preview that matchup, and of course, we'll catch up on everything else going on in BYU sports news. We know where you'll be able to watch the BYU women's soccer match on Saturday. So plenty to talk about ahead on today's show. And let's waste no more time and dive on in. This is the Locked On Cougars podcast for November 24th, 2021. You are Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast on the BYU Cougars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? I'm Jake Hatch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah, as the executive producer of DJ and PK in the morning. And once again, thank you for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day. It's an absolute privilege to be with you guys every single day talking all things BYU. A programming note as we get started here today is that we will be taking Thanksgiving off tomorrow. So there will be no episode on your Thanksgiving day. So apologies for that. But going enjoy the holiday let you guys spend time with your family and friends no matter what you might be doing for the holiday and we will return on friday getting you ready for byu ucla as well as byu utah and hoops a busy preview edition on a friday so stay tuned for that but today let's talk a little bit about what's going on with the byu football program and i think the biggest thing we need to note is the fact that the cougars have moved up in the national polls or in the rankings i guess that really matter the college football playoff rankings have byu ranked number 13 in the latest playoff rankings revealed last night on ESPN. The nice part about this, folks, is we've talked about this on the podcast, that if BYU is inside the top 12, you can be assured that they will be an at-large candidate for a New Year's Six Bowl game. Well, you're now one spot out of that position that you need to be in at the end of the season. There will be two more rankings. They'll be ranking next week after the regular season concludes by and large. I know USC obviously is going to be playing Cal on December 4th because that game was rescheduled due to COVID issues with the Golden Bears program. But the the end of the season means that at the end of next week after I guess after this week's game against USC and then on next Tuesday we'll have a better idea. If BYU goes and absolutely smokes USC it wouldn't surprise me to see them move up another spot just naturally. So if they're sitting at 12 and then college uh, the college championship weekend plays out the week after that that is when the final rankings will come out on that Sunday and then we will see where the bull selection committee speaking of the college football playoff committee slots BYU. I am of the opinion that BYU needs to be inside the top 10 if they ultimately do want to play in the New Year's Six. Will they make it there? Uh, That... Man, I have a hard time saying that. As I said, when the initial college football playoff rankings came out with BYU checking in as high as they did, I actually felt like BYU needed a game like a Virginia or a Washington State or a Baylor, another high-level Power 5 opponent in the run-up to these final list of rankings to really keep themselves on the national radar. 
Playing against Idaho State, that's not helping. Georgia Southern, not helping either. USC will help. I, I think USC will help no matter how bad USC has been this season. Let's be clear about that. This is not the USC that typically you would think, okay, this is a thing that if you beat them, it's very much going to help you. But it, it is still the USC Trojans, and a win over them and a convincing win over them, I think, would help BYU's cause with the College Football Playoff Committee. Now, I think that playing in the Fiesta Bowl or the Peach Bowl would be an absolutely incredible accomplishment for BYU, but the more important factor for BYU if they were to make the New Year's Six is there's a lot of money. There'd be a payday coming their way, and uh, pursuant to our conversation on yesterday's podcast, I went off a little bit on what I would like to see BYU do to make sure Kalani Satake stays put in Provo, and uh, some of you apparently uh, took this over to Cougar Board or found its way over to Cougar Board, and I was sent some screenshots by some folks and uh, let me just be clear about this you don't have to believe me uh, on this at all if you don't want to but I don't check Cougar Board, uh, Cougar board on the regular uh, it's just not something I do uh, I really stick to, to Twitter Twitter is my like obsession it's my Vice. My wife hates it to a degree because I spend a lot of my time with my phone in my hand perusing Twitter and scrolling my timeline. But nonetheless, uh, the biggest thing is if BYU wants to go about upgrading Kalani Satake's contract, the assistant pool, hiring more analysts, more recruiting personnel, well, a payday coming from the New Year's Six Bowl game would go a long way towards that. I just don't think that the odds are in BYU's favor right now because as we saw yesterday, Tyler Algier... Okay, Tyler Algier is not one of the top three running backs in this country, according to the Doak Walker Award Committee. He's one of, not one of the three finalists. That's an absolute joke, and it screams to me, and if you look at all of these awards lists, the finalists in them, they're Power 5-centric. Devin Tompkins up there at Utah State leads the country in receptions and receiving yards, or he's number two in one of those categories if he's not number one, and he can't even make the Blitnikoff finalist award. Okay. Tell me that you're biased towards the power five without telling me your power, your bias towards the power five. I just, it, it, there's a lot working against BYU, and soon enough, BYU is going to be in that club. But it's not until 2022, 2023, excuse me, when they ultimately enter the Big 12, and that's when a lot more money comes rolling in. And I, I just, I look at this right now, and if BYU were to make the power, make the New Year Six, it'd be an absolutely incredible accomplishment. It'd actually be a really nice hat tip to the BYU football program for a job well done over the past two seasons because I feel like in many ways the college football playoff committee would be looking at the totality of 2020 and 2021 even though they're charged not to do that. They're actually not supposed to look at past seasons as part of each year's rankings. They're supposed to go week by week look at the teams and rank them based on merit and some other factors I guess that they try to make up on the fly it feels like sometimes but nonetheless I just... (laughs) I want to see BYU in the New Year's Six. I would love nothing more than to go cover BYU playing in the Peach Bowl, cover them playing maybe in the Fiesta Bowl, and really enjoy that time with BYU making it to the quote-unquote big time before they actually are big time in the Power Five. I just don't think right now, sitting at number 13, that they ultimately are going to get that opportunity. Obviously, uh, Cincinnati sitting in the four spot. If they maintain their spot inside the college football playoff field, and I think they should make the college football playoff field. I think they have proven their body of work is uh, valid, and they, I think they should be 
considered a team that can make the college football playoff. If they make it, that actually may help BYU's case to a degree. Now, BYU, let's also be clear about this, does not qualify under the rules currently with the college football playoff parameters to get the automatic slot that's given out to the highest-ranked G5 champion. So, BYU would have to do it simply on the merit of their record, their structure, their resume, they'd have to have the college football playoff committee look at that and say, okay, BYU, if they beat USC, is 6-1 and one versus the Power 5. They went 5-0 and oh against the Pac-12. They have been lights out all year long. They've got a very, very good coaching staff. They've got a nice offense that maybe isn't, isn't as prolific as it was in 2020, but they just have won games. BYU would be sitting at 10-2, and two, and we all know that the TV partners, in particular ESPN, who happens to own the college football playoff and something like 40-some-odd bowl games, including the New Year's Six, they know the value that BYU brings as a property in terms of eyeballs on them, but there's a lot still to be determined. But the nice part is BYU continues to win, and they continue to move up. Will it be enough? We shall see. Uh, one thing I wanted to get to, though, is that Aaron Roderick, during BYU football media availability, football availability wow, get the words out of your mouth, Hatch, uh, he spoke to the media about the rankings, and here's what his response was with his reaction to BYU checking in at number 13. I just barely heard about it 30 seconds ago. I've been at practice. I mean, it's good recognition for our players, and that's about it. We, just, we need to keep winning. We got one more game. We need to win that game and see what happens, but it doesn't really do much much good to react to it unless we win Saturday. Coach Roderick's got the right mentality on it. Focus on the here and now. Go win this game against USC and then let the chips fall where they may and see how it all pans out. But the nice part is BYU can feel good about their spot. And let me also be clear about this. If they ultimately do play in that Independence Bowl, was it the Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl, and you get the likes of a nationally ranked undefeated UTSA in that game, Yes, I understand it's not the Peach Bowl, it's not the Fiesta Bowl, but by golly, that would be one of the top non-New Year's Six slash playoff games of the entire bowl season. I think it'd be a fantastic game, and uh, I don't know. I'm just looking forward to watching BYU football play a couple more times this year. We all wait so long for the college football season that lasts about, what, three, four months at the very most, and we spend the other eight months obsessing over it. I do in particular. I'm a college football junkie first and foremost, and it's just... Uh, I, I hope that we get to see BYU play in a high-level bowl game, but at the same time, if it ends up that they do get shipped off to Shreveport to play in the Independence Bowl, give me that UTSA team, because I think it'd be an absolutely phenomenal matchup with some really, really fun storylines. So, that's my thoughts on what what stands for BYU right now, ranked 13th in the country. But the good news is BYU still is a top 15 team. And you look at Utah, they only moved up four spots after beating Oregon. Yeah, a lot of that chatter on Twitter that I saw from Utah fans, going to be real awkward when Utah leapfrogs BYU. You know, they're still six, six spots behind the Cougars. So, you know, move along. All right, more in a moment. We'll talk some BYU hoops, BYU in action tonight against Texas Southern. We'll get you some comments from Mark Pope as well as Alex Barcelo in advance of that game. We'll talk about all of that in just a moment. Today's show is brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. You guys have probably heard me talk about this company a lot. The cool thing is if you're a college football fanatic, this is the place to go. They are a leader in college sports daily fantasy, and they offer more college football props than anybody in the world and offers all the star players of the Power Five as well as mid-major players you may not have ever 
ever heard of. Prize Picks offers any prop you can think of for all these players, and all you do is you pick two to five players and an over-under on their projected numbers, and you can up to 10 times back on any entry, and it's just you versus those projected numbers. Prize Picks does allow mixed sport entries, so if you want to venture over into the NBA, NFL, or what a Major League Baseball, NHL, I don't know, whatever your interest is, you can do that as well. The best part is entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. You're not having to, having to obsess over this all night long, and you also can get your uh, fast withdrawals from our friends at Price Picks as well. So get over to their website, pricepicks.com, or get started on their mobile app, which is an award-winning app. You can download it in your app store. While you're there, they've got a really cool offer for all of our listeners. When you make your first deposit, use the promo code Locked On and get a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. All you got to do is use the promo code Locked On to take advantage of that. So don't hesitate. Once again, check out pricepicks.com and use that promo code Locked On for your instant deposit match or go to their app store and download the app today. Price Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Today's podcast is brought to you by our friends over at Intercap Lending. And there is a reason why no lender helps more families in Utah than our friends at Intercap. Because it's simply put, Intercap gets the deal done. They offer a quick and simple process. They close loans two weeks faster than the industry average. And though fast is great, the ultimate goal is to create a stress-free home loan process. And that is what Locked On's personal loan officer at Intercap, Steve Carter, has delivered to hundreds of Locked On listeners so far, including Locked On founder David Locke. Guys, I have met with the guys at Intercap. They're an absolutely incredible company. They do great work. The best part is you will not find a more responsible loan officer than Steve. He is always willing to help in any way, shape, or form that he can. The best part about Intercap is it's headquartered here in Utah, a company that's got 43 years of experience, and they also are licensed to help with all of your mortgage needs in more than 40 states. So if you want anything to do with your mortgage, whether it's refinance, you're purchasing a new home, you want to cash out, take, take advantage of your home, Homes Equity. You can do all of that by calling Intercap. Reach out to Steve directly with his number, 385-800-8528. That's 385-800-8528. Once again, you will not find a more responsive loan officer than Steve Carter. Also, you can go to their website, intercaplending.com to learn more there. The best part about this, folks, is they do offer a corporate rate discount for all of our listeners. Just mention you're a Locked On Cougars listener when you reach out to Steve and our friends at Intercap. That's Intercap. Intercap Lending, NMLS 190465. Intercap Lending is an equal housing lender. Thank you for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day. And a quick thing I wanted to do, and this was actually really cool yesterday, as I had a guy named Matthew Cundis. And uh, Matthew, hopefully I pronounced your last name correctly, reach out uh, via social media and his exact message to me. And uh, those of you who may be unaware, I do have an Instagram account, but I have it locked down. It's just something I, I don't have open to everybody. But Matthew somehow stumbled upon my Instagram and sent me a message essentially saying, hey, is this a Jake Hatch? I listen to a podcast about BYU with every single day, and I'm like, yeah, that's me. I uh, got to talk a little bit, and Matthew, apparently your entire family, your brothers, you guys listen to this podcast every single day. Thank you for your support. Wanted to give you a shout-out. Really cool to hear from you, and thank you for making my day yesterday. That's, that's what this whole venture is all about for me, is just making you guys feel like you guys are part of a community here, and that's the best part about this podcast is I, I get to know folks I, that I would never have met otherwise. I've met folks from the East Coast, from the guy who lives in the Philippines, our good friend Glenn Lumen out there in the Philippines. It's just... 
the community of BYU fans that have come together through this podcast make my day. There are literally thousands of you who listen to this on a daily basis. So many of you know who you are. You know how important you guys are to me. But thank you to all of you. I know it's a thankful time of year with Thanksgiving tomorrow. Uh, We're supposed to be grateful for everything we have. Well, I'm grateful for all of you because you guys are an extended family to me. And I mean that sincerely because it's really fun to talk BYU sports and your guys' interactions with the podcast, with myself in particular. They really make my day. It's really fun to hear from y'all and hope you guys uh, are going to have a great Thanksgiving regardless. Now, let's talk a little bit about BYU basketball. They are in action tonight, taking on Texas Southern. The Tigers coming to Provo for the second straight year. I believe it's the fourth time all time that the Cougars and the Tigers have squared off. Uh, looking forward to this. BYU is favored to win it, as they should be. Texas Southern is 0-5 on the season, but as I noted on yesterday's podcast, they did make the NCAA tournament. BYU is ranked 18th, so obviously there is a lot of things going in BYU's favor in this game, but I'm looking forward to seeing the Cougars in action tonight as they gear up for a very, very tough stretch upcoming after this game. Now, Mark Pope, he does not want to hear anything of it because according to what he said media availability yesterday, he really thinks Texas Southern is a good team. Here you go. Ranking teams on wins and losses right now is a little bit insane. You know, this team is 0-5. They've led in every single game except the Oregon game. That includes leading the second half at North Carolina State most recently. They led at Air Force. They led at Washington, almost had the win, and helped me guys with the other game. Uh, there was another high – oh, St. Mary's. It led at St. Mary's, and we just saw how good St. Mary's is. This Texas Southern team is really good. You know, like Cleveland State, they are a championship team. They won their conference, won their conference tournament, and then won a game in the NCAA tournament last year with essentially the whole crew back. They are a championship pedigree team. They're just in a position where they had to go on the road and play five ridiculously difficult games to start the season, and they've been in every single one. So uh, I don't think my guys are looking past it because this Texas Southern team is really good. They're really, really dangerous, and they're they're you know they've been on the cusp of a win against high major teams five times in a row now. So this is going to be a big time challenge for us. Now, to back Coach Pope up, he is right. Texas Southern has led in all but one of their games so far this year, but it also is fact that they are 0-5 on the season. BYU is heavily favored in this game, as they should be, as the 18th ranked team in the country. Only two Tigers players currently uh, average double-digit points through the first five games of the season. John Walker, the third, one of their forwards, he is averaging 12.8 points, 4.6 rebounds on 39.6% shooting. Uh, Jordan Carl Nicholas is their second-leading scorer. He is another forward, 11.2 points, 5.8 rebounds, 52.3% shooting from the field. So both of them have been effective, but Texas Southern, as I said, I just I can't look at this and think, okay, BYU is going to do anything other than win this game because Texas Southern. Let me just look at this real quick. I'm just double checking this. I saw this the other day. Yes, so Texas Southern will not play a home game, and uh, this is absolutely insane to me. The Texas Southern Tigers are playing road games from Tuesday, November 9th, when they open their season with a loss at Oregon. They will not play a home game, folks, until Saturday, January 8th, when they play a SWAC game against Arkansas Pine Bluff. They are playing all of their non-conference games, as well as some of their early SWAC games on the road, and that includes this game at BYU tonight, 7 o'clock on BYU TV. 
TV. By the way, congratulations to Noah. Uh, he won the tickets to go to the game tonight and hope that you enjoy it, Noah. I know you're a big-time listener to this podcast as well, but this is a game I think BYU is going to handle very, very quickly, but obviously you got to be wary because, as Coach Pope also mentioned, this is a team that did make a run to the NCAA tournament last year. They won a game there in that first four matchup before advancing to get absolutely smoked by Michigan, but still team that has some success and they actually have most of their players back from the team that came to BYU last year and played the Cougars so there's some familiarity here but I just don't expect anything other than BYU handling business and taking care of business against the Cougars the good news is according to coach Pope is BYU is in a very advantageous position beyond this because the heat what he is terming a very tough stretch of six games upcoming he thinks that BYU is in a, a nice perch right now considering where they're ranked being number 18. I think we all feel that we need to get way better. You know, this next six game run, it's insanity, right? And so, so we, we got to get better to take on these challenges. We know the challenge ahead of us. I think you guys are really excited about it. And listen, it's nice to do that from where we're doing it. We get to do it from 18, right? Which is better than doing it from 19 or 20 or 21 or 150 or 357, right? And so the fact that we get to do take on the six games from 18 is pretty great. One guy who I think is going to be very critical to any success BYU is going to have this season is Fusini Traore. The freshman is off to an absolutely incredible start. He did miss that game against Central Methodist on Saturday. Coach Pope was asked for an update on Fus and how he's looking for this game tonight. Here's what Coach had to say. I'm going to know more based on how he feels in the morning. He practiced for 20 minutes yesterday. He didn't do anything really live, but actually moved around for the first time. He was just a little bit sore, a little bit tender, kind of the same as he's been so we didn't go backwards and so that's going to tell us a lot tomorrow morning. Fingers crossed that Foose woke up feeling good today and hopefully we'll see him out there against Texas Southern but if I'm being honest I'd totally be okay with him sitting this game and then playing against the University of Utah because there's a lot more important games than Texas Southern but if he feels like he's good enough to go hopefully we will see him back out there. Obviously as many of you probably are aware the West Coast Conference as an, as an entire is off to an incredible start this season. Six West Coast Conference teams currently ranked inside the top 100, according to KenPom.com. Of course, led by number one ranked Gonzaga, who absolutely plastered, handed it to, smashed, used whatever adjective you want, UCLA last night. That was a hell of a performance for the Zags. What a job Mark Few is doing once again with Gonzaga. They sure look like a Leviathan. The BYU is going to be hard pressed to beat. But the good news is the West Coast off to an West Coast Conference, excuse me, off to an incredible start. And according uh, to Alex Barcelo, he is aware of it and he's very happy for it at the same time. Our conference is great. Got a lot of great teams, a lot of great coaches, a lot of high talented players, and it's, it's fun to be a part of a league that's doing so well right now, and to, to see other teams in our league that are winning tough games and uh, pulling away. It's fun to watch. It's impressive. It's motivating for us as, a, as our team uh, moves throughout the course of our non-conference season, just knowing what we have ahead of us. But right now, we're just focusing on uh, our next game, and that's Texas Southern, and we're trying to trying to get another win under our belt. Well, some similar sentiments there at the 
the end of the quote there from Alex Barcelo to what we heard from Coach Roderick speaking to BYU's offensive coordinator on the football side of things. But focus on the here and the now. Handle what your business is tonight, and that is to beat Texas Southern. Move to 5-0 and on the season, and obviously get ready for the University of Utah, and we'll preview that game. Uh, we'll have a recap, obviously, on Friday with a little bit of a look back, but also a preview of the showdown, the rivalry game against the University of Utah that we will get to ahead on Friday. But looking forward to this game as the Cougars and the Tigers square off at the Marriott Center tonight. All right, coming up here in just a moment, we'll wrap up today's show with everything else you need to know as a BYU fan here at Midweek, uh, pre-Thanksgiving edition, where BYU stands in terms of women's volleyball, all of that. We'll get to all of it here in just a few moments. Today's show is brought to you by our friends over at Built Bar, and many of you have probably uh, been eyeing that pie, looking forward to enjoying uh, some really, really good food on Thanksgiving. We all do that, but want to encourage you guys, if you're looking for a healthier option, enjoy a Built Bar. I am a huge fan of Built Bars. Let me be frank about that. I have been a proponent of theirs since they started advertising with us, and they sent us the flavors every so often. Actually, it's got three new flavors that apparently are coming on the market relatively soon. Let me tell you, folks, they have nailed it once again. It seems like every time I get a sample box from our friends over the Locked On Network, they absolutely kill it with our friends at Built Bar. So if you want a more healthy snack that still is absolutely delicious this Thanksgiving, enjoy a Built Bar. 130 to 180 calories, 17 to 18 grams of protein, low sugar, low carbs. This is the perfect alternate if you don't want to fatten up on that pie. Also, Black Friday is going to be here, and nobody does it better than Built Bar with their Black Friday specials. Stay tuned. Friday is going to be a really, really special day at Built.com. But in the meantime, go order your Built Bars now. Go to Built.com. While you're there, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order. That's, once again, promo code LOCKED15 at Built.com. The best part about it is when you support Built Bar, you're supporting BYU football players via a name, image, and likeness agreement they have with the BYU football team. So, once again, that's promo code LOCKED15 at built.com and stay tuned for black friday specials on friday one more time out to talk about our friends over at all guard pest control on today's show they are one of our original sponsors here on the show and the best part about it it's a local company that is the best of the best in my opinion when it comes to the pest control game they've been taking care of my home for three years seth baird is the owner over there at all guard pest control a massive byu fan one of the biggest i know if i'm being honest and he would love nothing more than to talk all things byu with you while he takes care of your pest control needs once again as i mentioned they're a local company based in Utah County, but they are capable of servicing anybody up and down the Wasatch Front. They offer two unique service plans, but they also can customize things to whatever you need. They offer a quarterly pest control program that come out once every three months. Make sure your home is protected year-round. Or if you just have a one-time need, they'll come out and take care of you the one time, and they will not require you to sign multiple deals or a contract to require multiple follow-up visits. That's not how they operate. They are straightforward, they're honest, and they do things the right way. That's what I love about our friends at All Guard Pest Control. Feel free to reach out anytime you need their services. 801-851-1812 is their phone number. 801-851-1812. Or go online to their website to learn more. That's All Guard Pest Controls with an S, allguardpestcontrols.com. Really, really cool company. And like I said, a local company who loves BYU to boot. So give them their, your support. That's 801-851-1812. Make sure to tell them the J-Catch and Locked On Cougar sent you when you give them that call. 
All right, before we call it a day here on the Locked On Cougars podcast, let's recap the other news that you need to know if you're a BYU fan. Uh, one note, if you didn't hear earlier in the show, Tyler Algier is not a finalist for the Doak Walker Award. I think it's absolutely criminal cri- criminal, excuse me, to leave him off that list. He is among one of the three best running backs in the country, in my opinion, if not the best. He's been absolutely lights out, and to leave him off that list just doesn't make sense but nonetheless uh, I think that he's going to lose about zero sleep over it that's just my personal opinion but still unfortunate for that young man other notes you guys need to know BYU women's basketball got off to an absolutely incredible start absolutely crushing Utah State in a 101 to 74 victory over the Aggies at the Marriott Center yesterday afternoon Uh, Jeff Judkins uh, some of you may have heard this if you did not he did test positive for COVID-19 and he was not coaching on the sideline Lee Kamard uh, is the acting head coach while Juddy is out uh, with those uh, COVID-19 test results that did come back positive. But a big win for BYU. They out-rebounded the Aggies 42-30, amassing 50 points in the paint to the Aggies 18, adding 10 steals and 10 blocks in the game. Absolutely incredible. It's the most points scored for BYU in that 101-74 victory since March 19, 2011, when Utah got 102 against Utah State in the NIT matchup between those two teams. So congratulations to the women's basketball team. Uh, Juddy will not be traveling with the team to the St. Pete Showcase in St. Petersburg, Florida this weekend. Their first game against Florida State is Thursday night, tomorrow night at 5 o'clock Mountain Time. You can watch that on Flow sports. Uh, they'll have another game against West Virginia on Saturday, but Juddy will not be there at either one of those games. Lee Kamard will be the acting head coach while, like I said, while Juddy is out dealing with his COVID uh, positive test. And, and let me just add that we're hoping that everything is well with Coach Judkins. He is one of the best people out there and hoping that we'll see him back coaching the team very, very quickly and nothing uh, negative comes out of this for him outside of a negative result in terms of his testing moving forward. Now, final note on today's show is the number four ranked BYU women's volleyball program completed a perfect run through the West Coast Conference with a four sets victory over number 23 San Diego on the road last night. Congratulations to Heather Olmsted and her squad. An absolutely incredible accomplishment. They will now await their fate when it comes to the NCAA tournament. If they are not a number one seed in this tournament, I am going to be absolutely irate because they have been lights out all year long. They have won exactly... Excuse me. They have lost exactly one match this season. Yes, they sit at 28 and 1. They are 16 and 0 in the West Coast Conference. They have absolutely killed it all year long. Congratulations to them on an absolutely incredible showing this season and obviously in West Coast Conference play and here's hoping they'll be a number one seed when the NCAA tournament field is announced here in the next little bit. Alright, that's going to do it. You are up to speed once again. Hope you guys are all going to have a fantastic Thanksgiving no matter what you're doing. Traveling to be with family, spending time with friends or if you happen to have to work whatever it is. I hope you enjoy the holiday. Like I said, we'll take the day off tomorrow. We'll be back with a Friday edition, getting you ready for BYU and USC in football. Also getting you ready for BYU and Utah in basketball. We'll have it all covered for you from top to bottom. Make sure to follow the show on social media, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at LockedOnCougars. My personal Twitter feed is at Jacob C. Hatch if you want to follow me there. Or you can reach out via email anytime you got comments, concerns, advertising inquiries, no matter what it might be. LockedOnBYU at gmail.com is 
is the email address. And once again, thank you for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day. Want to encourage you guys now to get over to Locked On Big 12 and make it your second listen. Josh Neighbors does an absolutely incredible job getting you up to speed on everything in the Big 12 in 30 minutes or less. It is free and available on all podcasting platforms. I would encourage you guys to check that out coming up next. All right, that's it. Have a good day. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. We'll reconvene on Friday. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast for November 24th, 2021. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all.